everybody, welcome to RPG Cast, episode 361 for September 26, 2015. I'm Chris Privetier here on a fine Saturday morning where Alice Wilkinson is joining me from Britain. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, after holding up the cast for. Alice Wilkinson decided, hey, Chris, how about I upgrade my windows while uh, just, just before we get started? It won't take long at all. So here we are an hour later. Thanks, Alice. Sorry. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's okay, because in the meantime, someone joined our show that we haven't had on for a few weeks. That's right, Mr. Emmanuel Marino. Yeah! I guess that, I did make that sound like Kermit opening a Muppet show, didn't <laughs> yes, I? Yes, I had to do the, the Muppet <laughs> gig. Yay! Muppet babies. There's a Muppet sitcom coming out. Oh, yeah. It's already out in the air, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And, like, like, apparently Kermit... Like left Miss Piggy for a younger, more attractive pig. Like they're <laughs> having issues. <laughs> what was Carmen's line in the commercial? Like, my life is a bacon wrapped hell or something like that. <laughs> Which I thought was a fantastic line. I heard some great memes like on the air about Kermit and his and his love for pigs. Mm-hmm. And like, what Kermit doesn't know any beautiful frog women. Yeah, I know. Mo- I like that we're turning Kermit into this guy with a pig fetish too. <laughs> That's that's great. Like, just make this adult. Hey, um, hey, one's and hey, one is one is like just a circumstance of life. Mm-hmm. Two is a pattern. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't. I'm I'm okay with Kermit being you know interracial. That's fine. No, 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 no. Hey, hey, hey. We're not saying interracial. We're saying he's a pig lover. <laughs> speak, speak. The, the, I'm pretty sure there's a UK politics joke in here somewhere. So, either so, for Black Mirror or David Cameron. <laughs> there you go. David Cameron and, and Kermit should change notes. Change notes. So you're saying would... Kermit has pink fever? There you go. He's got the pink. Pig fever? I don't know what it would be. <sighs> Thanks for joining me, folks. <laughs> and, we're, and we're done. <laughs> yeah, I think we are. We'll see you next week. <laughs> uh, iPhones came out, Manny. Did they? Yeah, Anna Did Marie they? and I oh. got the new ones. Oh, oh really? Stop buying Apple products, Jesus. No, we like them. So now if I click on certain icons, my phone has haptic feedback and it, uh, excuse me, taptic feedback. Mm, uh, use that marketing. Yeah, yeah, use that marketing. That's right. <laughs> Phil Schiller needs another beach house. Yeah. Phil Schiller needs lots of Schillers. Um, yeah, so now I can touch, tap on things. Um, did you get the big one or the small one? A small one. I can't handle the big one. I had the six. <laughs> I had the six. I did not want the six plus. So now with the success, um, I do not want the success plus because I want a yeah. phone that I can actually yeah. put into my you, pants. You just you just couldn't handle the big one though. I could couldn't you? handle the big one. No, could not. No, you're absolutely right. Could not handle the big one. It is uh it is uh too early to tell that it was worth getting. <laughs> uh it would be worth it for the camera. You have an I mean if you go to take a vacation, you take photos of your family, your wife, well, you'll I mean, be happy. The, the nice. 6 had a great camera as well. So Yeah, and this one's even better still. Yeah, yeah. And I I do like camera upgrades. I the that's the big reason I would want the plus is cuz the camera has image stabilization in it, which is nice, but uh I'm not buying the plus just for that. That's too big. Um, I, I honestly, I wonder if you actually think that if you live with it for like a week or two. 
Um, well, considering most feedback I hear about the uh, pluses from people saying, like, yeah, I should have gone with the smaller one. Oh, really? I heard the opposite 100% oh. of the time. Okay. There's, like, this entire, like, all the podcasts I listen to, a lot of people, there's, like, this whole thing, like, Mike was right based on one of the podcasts. <laughs> Everyone was actually quite happy that they went bigger. That they went with bigger? It's like, oh, I uh, have actually, an iPad. I don't need the 6 Plus. So. That's, actually, people are saying the opposite. I have an iPhone 6 Plus. I don't need an iPad. Yeah. Okay. I really do think everyone's first your initial reaction will be that, but like for example, if you bought one and just lived this for like for the thirteen days and then returned it on the fourteenth. I I already feel like the six by itself is too big because my phone can't get to the top of the, my thumb can't get to the top of the screen, and it's like well I don't want a bigger phone that takes two hands all the time now, like I'm I I want to go back to a one handed phone. <laughs> I I kind of want them to bring out a smaller phone. Oh my goodness! You're part of that tiny. You and John Gruber should hang out. Anyway. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I know that this is where we're at, and I'm gonna have to learn how to stretch my thumb tendons to reach to the top of the screen, and I will just have to deal with it. But, um, I, it, it is a loss, I think, for versus being able to just do everything with your thumb comfortably and easily. But whatever. That's not the way the industry's going. Everyone's bigger. Um, I do know that if I do go back to a 5S, whenever I use it, I feel like the damn thing's too small. So for, for as much as I would like the comfort advantages of a smaller phone, um, you get used to that extra real estate real quick. And it's, mm. it's real nice to have a bigger screen. Um, I just don't know, but I would... Um, I don't know. I'm having trouble justifying a plus, And I don't know. I need help. I don't know, man. I'm enjoying my plus. It sounds but like the, the. I mean, what's the, what's going to be the future of the iPad Mini in that situation? It's there. Yeah. I, I, that you know what that is? That's the uh, new iPod Touch. That's the great entry level way to the App Store. Great for games. Great for watching TV, reading articles, movies. But it's, it's like only a hundred bucks less. Than what? Then like the iPad Mini Four, whatever the current iPad Mini is, is like only a hundred bucks less than the iPad Air Two. Uh, I think it's more than that, okay. depending on the size configuration. Right. Like the cheapest iPad mini is pretty cheap. So That's it's a nice, nice entry level. If you just want to, like, say you're an Android guy through well, and through. Let me, like, let me you tell you what's a nice entry level tablet <clears throat> is that freaking new Fire that's forty nine ninety nine. But then you have to be in the Amazon ecosystem. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm saying this is like <laughs> the cheapest, like one of the cheapest entry points into uh, into the App Store. Well, that would be the iPad Mini Three, which they still have around, right? Or iPad which is Mini pretty 2, still whatever. a solid device. Yeah. And there's, you know, the Square Enix and Pe- and Co. release some pretty decent RPGs games there that are well, worth checking out. I know you out. really liked Chaos Rings Three, right? So. Yeah. I'm it's just sad that thing's still twenty bucks. I know, I know, it's worth it, right? It will. It's a. It's a like. It's like a sixty-hour game. Sixty-hour game. Yeah. Right, right. It's just hard to believe, and I'm just having trouble accepting it and being like, "All right, let's give this a try." I'm in for twenty bucks. Uh, what did I pick up? I did pick up a, an iOS game this week. Besides my live photo lock screen, which I tap down, and the fish on I my screen it. moves. What? I'll spend a thousand dollars on a phone, damn it! But don't make me pay for software. I know. I know. <laughs> I know it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, these things are too expensive, Manny. Oh, you had to say that. I, I should return this. I should. Why is it too expensive? A thousand dollars for a phone is crazy because I I could I need a new laptop 
what am I buying new phones for? Just, See, just that's so the, the thing, screen bro. vibrates when I touch it. When you say new phone, like, are you just, are you just, okay. No, I am trading in the old ones. I'm getting credit. No, but there's that. a few things to unpack there. Okay. Is this, I mean, for, for a lot of people, we say phone, but what we really mean is pocket, pocket computer, computer, right? Always yep. connected pocket yes. computer. And for a lot it of people, most, this is It is my most heavily used computing device in my life. Yes. And, and the funny thing is, is that you're going to buy a phone no matter what. So the real question is, like, so really what you're doing is you're paying a premium over other cheaper handsets. So it's not like $1,000 outright. It's in addition, to, it's, it's the price on top of... Like, say you're going to buy a $400 Android phone, right? Right. But you said, no, 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 I want the iPhone instead. How much is, like, a top-end Android phone? Are they the same price as Oh, as Samsung's like a, like a Samsung Note. It's like six, $700. Well, I mean, uh, a top-end iOS device, uh, the, the most expensive spec is 849 And you can guess which one Chris gets. Um, my question is, if you get a top-end maxed-out Samsung Galaxy... Oh yeah, so whatever one the, the dudes. Like, can I get this maybe in gold $100 on a commercial? Uh, maybe a hundred dollars less. Maybe That's it. Okay. So that's what you're. you're and, ask and I'm in the wrong ecosystem versus where all my investment is. So. So I mean, that's the real question: Is the extra hundred dollars worth the investment? I mean, worth what Apple's selling to you? Uh, to me, yeah. Then that's the real. Of course, the real thing is: Do you need to do that every single year? Correct. <laughs> that one. Well, that was kind of where I was going. I didn't mean. Like, then why don't you sign up for that? Then the whole did. financing thing. I you did. pay I did. indefinitely and you get a uh, new phone all the time. Yep, that's what I did because that's what I do. So I'm like, well, I may as well get on board with a plan that makes it easier to accept. Great. So then I, it's I, am, I am all in on the, the Apple Care Plus enabled super duper pay us lots of money forever and ever. Then don't worry about it. I mean, look, I would be more concerned about you if you bought an iPad Pro or something just because it's new. Anna Marie is actually seriously considering an iPad Pro. Because she wants an iPad with more real estate where she can do her work on it and she wants to get rid of her laptop. And then I'm like, that's well, exactly why you would buy it. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, well, dear, shouldn't you really consider a Surface Pro because um, it runs Windows and all your clients make Windows games and then you can oh, play them Windows, and stuff, yeah. right? Um, and we went and looked at one at Best Buy and it's like, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a Surface Pro. Um, it has real that office on it, which is the most, you know, I would say the big benefits there are you get the real version of Office and you get the Windows games, like real Windows games, like Diablo 3 on your tablet, depending on how much you want to spend on your Surface Pro, of course. Tablet quotes, but yeah. Yeah, yeah Surface Pros get can get up to $2,000 real quick. It's a computer. It's, yeah. it, I mean, that's why on the spec sheet they compare it to a MacBook Air. Yeah. Not an iPad. Yeah, and uh, so I'm like trying to, to sell her on this because I'm thinking yeah, this is going to be better for your job overall. And she's Maybe. like, no, I think I'd rather have an iOS device and get rid of my iPad and my laptop and just have this iPad Pro. And it's like, wow, dear, you've, you're, you're part of the new age, the new thing. It's like, and so I think that's you know, I'll be honest with you. I'm with Anna. Yeah. I'm, I'm a desktop computer guy. Mm-hmm. I'm very much a desktop computer yeah, guy. Yeah, and she and wants to keep her desktop and then have this. This is her mobile computer. My my Mac my 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 laptop is languishing away. I barely use it, but I do use my iPad quite a bit. So if I can maybe you know have a keyboard for when I need it if I'm traveling, but then I have a better iPad at the same time, I'm thinking like, oh, that's actually kind of tempting. And so, and I'm glad she's not awake right now because that's the ultimate irony here. 
is like she wants all this and now now she doesn't have to she wouldn't have to travel with this big heavy gaming laptop anymore and all this stuff that she because all her tastes are changing she wants thinner stuff and lighter stuff and it's like okay I'm glad you're joining the party Anna um, but she doesn't travel she thinks she travels but she doesn't travel she goes to E3 and and freaking packs <laughs> it's two weeks a year you don't need to buy an iOS device specifically designed around two weeks of hey, your year maybe she you? just wants a pencil. The hundred dollar pencil. I don't think the pen does that come with the iPad Pro. No, you have to buy that separate. You wish. And it works with um, what does it work with? Does it work with regular iPads as well, or is nope. it just an it's iPad Pro. Pro? Oh, you freaking kidding me! What's well, this? They they change the screen technology. It's not it's not a style. It's not just a stylus. So like, like the next people. iPad Air two will probably support it. I bet. Maybe if they upgrade the screen. Yeah. Well, they, why wouldn't they? Because they didn't upgrade the iPad this year. Well. They didn't, or they haven't yet. No, they didn't. Period. You, you really think they're not upgrading that? No, iPad? absolutely. They're done for the year. They're done. You think they're done? Okay. No, no. They. I'm telling you right now, they're done. Because <laughs> I just figured they wanted to let the iPad Pro launch, then no, announce no, 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 an no, no, update no. to the iPad. It's just like they didn't upgrade the iPad no. Mini last year. See, I think they'll do it like in March. No, they'll go back to an off cycle and they'll do no. the Pro and and for holiday and the iPad for no, March. No, 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 they're they're because they don't sell enough. It's going to be every other year. They don't sell enough. What do you mean? It's they not, it's they not don't sell enough iPads? Like the iP- the iP- they freaking sell Gangbusters iPads. What, no, the- no, no, no. I, that's the, I listen to way too many tech podcasts. That's the whole thing Has everyone is talking about. How, oh, they don't, everyone's talking about how the, the, the sales are stagnating and going down year For, over year. Okay, so, but are they cannibalizing themselves into the minis or something? Or they just... Oh, no, the minis are doing worse than the, the big ones. Oh, no. Is it, well... Uh, that's then, why they released the Pro, the was to reinvigorate the market. <laughs> oh. So what are people buying instead? F- big phones. Big phones. Okay. That's literally what I tell you. Nobody's buying iPads well, anymore. Well, no, I didn't have phones. this context. I don't, have, I don't have... All right, what's the best tech podcast to listen to for more info on this so that we can stop um, talking um, about it a here? A great tech podcast that, everyone, that all the cool kids listen to is the Accidental Tech Podcast, ATP. ATP? Okay. Yes. Um, right. If you want a good Mac podcast, like the guy who gets all the scoops... Is uh, or at least knows all the people is uh, John Gruber at over it's Daring Fireball. No, it's called the Talk Show with John Gruber. Okay, so those are your two podcast recommendations. So we can stop talking about a year. Yes, yes, right. yes. yes. <laughs> all right, everybody, let's talk about gaming. Yeah, video games. Yay! Did I download a ga- I downloaded a game last night onto this phone, uh, just to use as a transition called AG Drive. Oh, that's a good game. Solid. I hate this game. <laughs> All right, that's on, that's on you, man. I think that game's great. I can't stand the controls. Uh, they have multiple control options. I know, me. and um, so I, I, so my, and this part of this may be because of their update that they. So AG Drive, I went on my app store looking for and okay, games sorry. that use Force Touch. That's right, because I'm like, I have this brand new phone. I want something that makes use of it because right now there's not that much, which is another reason not to worry about upgrading to this. If you have a six, you don't necessarily need to run out and get a six S right now because there's no, not but that much I mean, we always talk about like, not everyone's like us. Some people right. I'm sure are still using fives and five S's and for yes. them, yeah, it's going to be a massive upgrade. Yeah, no question. I'm talking about, I'm just talking to the six folks right now. All right. Just the six folks. Um, Okay, so I'm like, okay, I gotta find something that uses this, and that's the only game I could find that uses the the touch. So I'm like, all right, fine, um, that's uh, that's fine, and uh, oh, 
cool. This boss I've been waiting for for a long time just showed up. Um, the uh, so I'm I'm sitting there like uh, all right. So I'm gonna get this thing. And this game, just so you know, it's Wipeout. It is. Yeah. It is Wipeout through and through. Um, yeah, which is fine. There there aren't a lot of those on the App Store. No, there are not. And it it is. And most important thing of Wipeout, besides being a fun racing game with anti-grav style racing, is it has a great soundtrack. And this game this has... This one's pretty solid. Yeah, it's yeah. got a real solid soundtrack. So I, I boot it up. I'm like, oh, these tunes are good. This is going to be a good experience. And, I, and I'm laying in bed, and I get on the first track and realize that, oh, dear Lord, this game has accelerator controls, and it does not work while you're laying in bed. <laughs> I cannot control this thing at Actually, all. Actually, it has multiple controls it has a uh, controller support it has uh, two different kinds of on-screen controls yep. where you can either use a wheel or a button to move back and forth and it has accelerometer controls and now it has force touch controls as well um okay so here's kind of the thing um i i'm like okay i can't do this accelerator thing are there any other controls how do i get options option option ah options okay perfect virtual buttons this would be perfect for laying in bed because i don't have my ios controller nearby i and I'm sure the controller would be best, but I'm playing on my iPhone, so that doesn't make much sense right now to use a controller with the phone. And yeah, all right, so cool. Virtual buttons, great. So I'm gonna do virtual buttons, and for some reason, as soon as you switch to virtual buttons on my phone, at least, um, I couldn't get much speed. And it's like um, it just could not accelerate sp uh, speed at all. And it was like uh, not capping out. It wasn't going anywhere near as fast as it does with the accelerometer controls. And what I think's going on, Manny, is that this game um, just got updated for Force Touch, and they made it so that uh, you need to use the way they implemented Force Touch. It is not an explicit control option. Um, it actually isn't explained anywhere in the game whatsoever. What what they did to do Force Touch? What I think they did is made it so they, they're emulating analog buttons. So if you use the virtual D-pad, or the virtual controls, um, and you have to press harder to go faster. Mm -hmm. And um, so after um, trying that for a track, and my, my hand become burning in pain as I'm pushing down as hard as I can the entire time, I said, well, I don't like that control scheme. You don't have to push down that hard to use force touch, though. Uh, it seemed like I had to push down really hard to go fast. Uh, you can adjust the force touch settings and the options. For the whole phone? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to adjust it for the whole phone. It's fine for the rest of the phone. I want it to work right in this app. So something is wrong. And I don't think people who don't have force touch, I, I don't think they have to deal with this at all. I think if you have a non-force touch phone, you know, the virtual button is just going to be a button. It's either it's on or it's off, and you're just going to go as fast as you need to go. So I think this might be a problem for me because I've got the, the force touch on my phone and however they implemented it. I don't think it's right yet. <laughs> and, and, and that's assuming that's what it was. Either that or it just sucks, and um, I'm not sure what it was. So I didn't enjoy using the virtual buttons for whatever the reasons. Um, if it's because of bad implementation or just Chris doesn't like the way they've implemented virtual buttons. And, and uh, the force touch, it was, it, there was no other instance of it showing up in that app whatsoever. So people are writing reviews like, where's the force touch in this game? And it's like, What well, do you I mean? It's know. so obvious. I'm using it right now. You just push it a little bit and it goes, it moves a little bit to the yellow. And when it's yellow, you're pushing down hard enough. I'm barely using any force at all. Um, okay. So you can make the first jump in the first track? With a, an upgraded car? 
Because that's what me and a lot of other people are having trouble with. Because we can't get yeah. enough speed for that with the Virgil button controls. Um, unless I like, I'm pressing really hard just to stay up there. And well, that might work if enough sometimes. people complain, I'm sure they'll fix it. It, it, it. I know. I don't like the controls. I don't like the accelerometer controls. I do not like the button controls as they are right now, whether it's because of force touch or not. Just don't like them. Um, and uh, also, there's the challenge is really high, so I can't get any coins um, in the first level because I can't do well enough because I'm fighting with the controls. So I can't get any coins to upgrade my car to make the game easier. Um, so I'm kind of stuck fighting with controls endlessly. So I have problems with this game, with its progression, with its controls. Uh, but man, it looks really pretty and it's got great music. <laughs> I, I played it before this update and it was just fine. I moved on, played several races. I'm mm -hmm. sure if this is just a misstep, and it'll get fixed. Yeah, and, and maybe that's the case. But uh, I was not thrilled with it last night. So hopefully it gets better or resolved or something. And with that, um, uh, I've also been playing some more Sky 4, getting closer on that. And I know I've been saying that for a year and a half now, it seems like. You have, so, yep. Yeah, so I'll shut up. And um, World of Warcraft continues, and Destiny continues. I didn't do much interesting gaming-wise this week. I've had a real busy work week. So, Alice Wilkinson, you been playing anything? Um, well, the uh, you might remember City Skylines. Yeah, they yeah. have a night um, expansion, right? Yeah. Yes, they they've just released their first little expansion thingy, so I've been playing that. Yeah, this is what that's this is twenty fun. bucks, right? Uh, fifteen. I think it's fifteen on sale. Um, is it? I don't know. It's probably fifteen pounds or something like that, because you know, pounds are worth. No, it was ten. Oh, ten pounds or something oh, here. Okay. Well, cool. It came out on Thursday. Yeah. So I picked it straight up, um, but yeah, uh, they've now put so this in just, a. So this just lets you make it dark and have all the lights turn on, or is well, it, do it more than a, that? Put, puts a day-night cycle in. Oh, okay. Um, there's some other stuff, but um, it's it's it kind of continues the grand old tradition of paradox uh, expansions, um, where like, a little bit like Crusader Kings and Europa Universalis. Um, the like some of the mechanics from the expansion are like actually just patched into the base game oh so i actually think that they've actually um i think they might have actually just put the day night cycle in regardless you don't need to buy the expansion you just get that well i need to just, update then <laughs> yeah you do uh let me just check actually i was um because uh they've posted a there's somewhere there's a list of what you actually get uh, if you purchase the expansion. So, new landmark buildings, um, uh, prisons with function, you know, sort of a, an expansion on the police system, uh, international airport, cargo hub, bus stations, taxis, bikes and bike paths, uh, roads with boat, bike and bus lanes. I know those have been modded in. Um, Leisure specialization and tourism specialization for commercial districts, uh, new parks, and uh, new, uh, like, random buildings that pop up. All right. So the one thing I remember people complaining about with that game was the traffic algorithms. Um, and, not you know, they didn't complain as bad as they did with SimCity or anything, but <laughs> it seems clear that there were some issues with that with Skylines. Um, has that improved at all? Uh, I don't know. I have I've had Traffic Plus Plus installed for quite a while. Ah, so you're using a mod. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've my traffic algorithms are modded. Okay. 
So I wouldn't be able to comment easily on the state of uh, the game's traffic system because I'm not actually using the vanilla traffic system. And would you say Skitty's Sky, the After Dark expansion, is it After Dark? So After Dark, yes. They, okay, first question, are there flying toasters? No. And well. yes, I'm actually quite surprised I get that joke. <laughs> I mean, good God. Thanks for making me feel old, Chris. Jesus. You're welcome. Well, you can't call it After Dark if there's no flying toasters, in my opinion. But uh, Someone will probably mod them in. They better. Um, and then the second question is, uh, does it feel like this expansion is just a collection of mods that they like the best? Oh, quite probably. But it's Paradox. I'm willing to hand them over some money here because, you know, this game's really well, good. Paradox is just the publisher. It's the developer. Colossal Order, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're a good developer, and I want to support them more. So I was more than happy to fork out the money for it. All right, cool. So, hey, is it uh, good? Are you enjoying the features? Yeah, no. I mean, it makes my my uh, my current city. Although I am actually in the process of restarting that city, just because I I really want to. Uh, what's I, the right I, play? To, what's the right way to play a game like that? Um, just, I don't know. Just sit down and start fresh and be like relaxing for an hour or two each time, or do you try and continue to have this growing, bustling metropolis that you're sculpting I've, into? I've something? had basically a continual save since I found a a map on the Steam Workshop about a week after the game first came out, and then basically continued working on that. I have had what I think one secondary city since then. What What was special about that map? I don't know. I just I like its uh, I like its layout. Um, it's got a very it's got some very interesting building challenges because it's and it's effectively an island. It's a single large island, but it's quite mountainous. So the actual available building space is something like forty percent less, maybe less than that. Um, I'll have to post some screenshots at some point. It'll probably yeah. be uh, easier to explain that way. And and with like nighttime lights too. Oh yeah, with the nighttime on, of course. Yeah, that's 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 basically what's happening at the moment. Did you deliver any missiles? Not yet. No. No missiles. I have not been in much of an Eve mood this week because I've not been feeling well. What about in Metal Gear Solid Five? Maybe a Nikita missile? Uh, I really don't use missiles in Metal Gear Solid Five. They're just too noisy. <laughs> They're not very subtle, are they? No. And this is a sneaky mission. Yeah, it's kind of like I don't just sort of don't really need to use. I don't know, missiles, really. Well, how goes the further goals. adventures of English Solid Snake? Um, well, what have I done since last time? Uh, I suppose the only major thing I unlocked was the um, the wormhole Fulton extraction device thing. But uh, yeah. wormhole? Yeah. Okay. It just replaced. It just. Re Places the balloon with a just little sort of wormhole that opens up and sucks <laughs> into space. It's great. That's wrong. That technology shouldn't exist in the 80s. No, I, I think it's a... Uh, well, I, I don't know how... Uh, well, what's the word I'm looking for here? <laughs> Canon, this thing is, but <laughs> it's hilarious. I think it was in Peace Walker as well. All right. But, um, yeah, uh, it allows... Because it allows you to extract things inside... And also uh, prevents enemies from shooting the balloon down, which is a problem with the standard extraction. So, yeah. Um, uh, the only other thing is I went back and put quite a bit of time into Final Fantasy XIV again. Um, ooh, ooh, if ooh. It's, uh, there's a new patch coming out. Yeah, what, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. 
Um, but I wanted to do the Alexander raid, which I hadn't done up to this point. Um, and that's pretty fun, all things considered. All the wipes considered. All the wipes considered? All right. Yeah. Pretty enjoyable. Cool. Um, problem I had was I did get, I did, I hit level 60 on a character, but then never met the item level requirement to do Alexander, so. I sort of got to level 60 and then just didn't bother. Mm. Kind of thing. That's and then, fair. uh, so I decided to gear up and do Alexander. And I have finished the current four, because there are currently four, uh, I don't know what you'd call them, levels, I guess, of Alexander. And I've done those four now. So. Wow. So just with random people? Yep. Duty finder. Cool. Um, the, the, basically, the difficulty of the, uh, the, the um, Alexander on the whole, they're not quite as hard as Binding Coil of Bahamut was in uh, base Final Fantasy XIV. Mm -hmm. um, those final binding the Binding Coils really were kind of like progression content. They were designed for people, you know, eight people who were on voice communications. There was a lot of specific things being done, that kind of thing. Um, they are harder than the 24-man uh, raid stuff that they introduced in one of the later uh, 2. Point whatever it was, 2.2 patch or something. Because um, they do still require some coordination. Like, you have to do mechanics here. Otherwise, mm -hmm. your party will wipe. It turns out, really, that one of the hardest bosses, I feel is actually the first one. Once you clear that one, you're actually pretty good until you get to the last one, the fourth. So. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, I'd say, you know, if you haven't done them, might be worth giving them a shot. Just don't be surprised when, um, uh, like what happened to me yesterday, your bard limit breaks too early and wipes the party with it. So. Well, it wouldn't be a raid without party wipes. Nope. Because, I, I mean, the first boss has, like, I think two separate ways of wiping you, and yeah, they're, they're not very pleasant, so. <sighs> Alright, <laughs> so that's 14? Yep. Alright. You rocking a personal airship in that? Uh, we do actually, if you join the free company on Leviathan, we do have a, uh, a free company And what's airship. the name of that um, free company, and how do they join it? Uh, so the free company is called Res Arcana, R-E-S space A-R-C-A-N-A. -A -A. Um, there is a uh, forum topic in the Square Enix forum on the boards, um, which also has a link to the member list somewhere in it. Uh, anyone who is currently online can invite you. Everyone has access to do that. Cool. You should log in, maybe, Chris. I have you know? um, a lot of levels to gain in that game still. That I haven't. So, you don't need that many, sure. Um, I'm thirty something. Oh really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, actually, I do have that many <laughs> to gain. <laughs> mm. I always could have sworn you were a little bit higher than that, but I'm like, yeah, yeah, nope. <laughs> well, I think I gave you officer. Oh, uh, yeah, you did, but yeah. that was just to invite people. You gave all the RP gamer folks that, but I yeah, need yeah, to, yeah. Um, I need to like um. 
Yeah, you, you should. I should. All it's right, a good cool. game. Manny, have you been playing anything? Uh, I've been playing... I've been playing Genki 2nd Edition, book one. Genki 2nd? I don't know what that is. Is that a tabletop game? Ah, uh, no, Google it. Okay. Genki 2nd Edition, book one. I'm oh, sure half the audience An integrated course in elementary Japanese. Oh, you're learning Japanese. Yeah. Put up or shut up, right? Yeah, that's right. It's not so bad. Book's pretty easy. Comes with a uh, language book. How, how much, um, like in, in terms of sort of levels and like what they teach you, um, has it gone into? Does it did it start without using hiragana and katakana, or did it just go straight into using those? Oh no no no! I I think everyone agrees at this point. Don't even bother learning romaji. That'll just mess you up in the future. Yeah. Okay. So they go they go straight in. Oh I? yeah, you, it's like the first lesson. Like by the time you even get to lesson one, they already expected you to. No, the phonetic alphabet for hiragana and katakana. That, that's, that's, that's pretty good. I think that's a good way to teach it. Yeah, pretty okay. straightforward. You got to well, learn that you got a little language CD. It's got all the stuff. Should be just fine. Where yeah, is luck. the bathroom? Ue the banyas. I don't. I don't know. How to, I don't know how to do Japanese. I don't know how to do anything. Um, Where is the library? Ue la bibliothèque. Uh, that's French, Chris. Yeah, but that's the one I know. Well, I mean, it's don't judge me. You, it's still <laughs> good that you know it. I mean, you know, you, you live with a Canadian. Also, library sounds like a discotheque in French, and that's my favorite part. Ue la bibliothèque. Uh, where do I put the study? All right. So, <laughs> what? Oh. Uh, so Manny has not been playing video games. Nah, the, I think the next several months are going to be some of the most busiest, densest months of my life. Dentist? I just got a lot going on. You're going to get your teeth cleaned? <laughs> teeth cleaned? You said they're Where the busiest, dentist months of the year. Densest. Densest. Oh, that's different. Yes, Chris, that okay. is. Right. <laughs> the busiest dentist month. I'm like, wow. Having all my teeth replaced, <laughs> getting implants. That's no good. <laughs> all right. Um, since now we know I'm an idiot, uh, I think that's uh, that's it for what we've been playing, isn't it? Yep. I could try and remember what my wife has been playing. Uh, Project Exxon. Oh, yeah, that was a She downloaded thing, Happy Home Designer. So she's uh, she's jumping into the Animal Crossing home design business, but I'll let you I'll let her tell you about it next week or next time. Oh, and so with that, let's start the news. Everybody, we know more about the Persona Five characters. Man, yay! Excited? I'm huh? Yay! Yay! Yes, yay! Yeah, I'm excited about Persona Five. Are you? All right. Uh, I know. All right. So here's what we know. The Phantom Thieves, they've been revealed, or should I say they've been unmasked. All right. So here's what we know about five of the characters in Persona 5 right now. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Big deal. First of all, they are the Phantom Thieves of Hearts, and they, uh, they, uh, they cause trouble in the city, um, and they send letters of notice to people, and 
uh, and people that th- receive those letters of notice um, apparently go on and confess their crimes and reform themselves. So it sounds like you you lead a group of folks who go around um, um, dealing with criminals and making them change their ways. So first off, we've got the protagonist who's named whatever you want to name the him, and he's a transfer student. Ha! It's Persona. Hey, look, mysterious <laughs> transfer student. Take and a drink. <laughs> he's staying with the parent's friend who runs a cafe, but the reason he moved to Tokyo is still a mystery. And his persona is called Arsene. Then we have Ryuji Sakamoto. It's a 16-year-old dude who's a problem child. His persona is Captain Kid. So he's kind of like your kanji, I guess. Um, so it sounds a little bit like kanji. Yeah, we have Anne Takamaki, who's a 16-year-old. Um, she's one-fourth American and has trouble fitting in due to her different appearance. So she isolates herself. Except, of course, she hangs out with your, with your little group. And um, her persona is Carmen. Then we have Morgana, who is that little cat thing. That's so weird. One-fourth American. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> yeah. she's, uh, she, she's that cat thing. Um, she's the, about the height of a child, the appearance of a, chat, of a cat, excuse me, and her true identity is unknown. Guess what, guys? I bet she's a demon or a shadow or related to the shadow world or demon world in some way. But, you know, that's crazy talk, isn't it? So, in other words, she's the game's teddy. Yes. <laughs> um, her persona is uh, Zorro. So I guess she dresses up in a mask and a sword. Um, and then finally, they just revealed another character called Yusuke Kitagawa. And uh, he is an honor student, lives with a famous Jap- uh, painter, apparently, um, and goes to a different high school in the city, Kosei Public High School. The rest of these go to Shugen High School. Anyway, and um, his persona is Goemon, which I thought was an anime or something, but whatever. No, it's a ninja. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's a ninja, and then they made an anime and a game and all that other stuff. All right. So well, oh, wait, wasn't he famous thief? A thief ninja? That, ninja would make, that would make a lot of sense for this group, wouldn't it? Well, considering the others, one of them is Carmen. It sounds like a reference to Carmen Santiago. Yeah, I'm hoping. Also, I, I, I also figured a it was. Re- I was re- figuring it was to the opera, but if it's Carmen Sandiego, that is the best. Well, considering we go. we've, we've also go. got Zorro, which you know maybe don't sort of put two R's on that. Well, yeah. So we go. I don't know what Goemon, Captain a Kim is supposed to be. <laughs> Japanese outlaw hero who stole golden valuables and gave them to the poor. Perfect. Japanese Robin Hood figure. Well, then what's Arsene? A R S E with the weird accent N E. Uh, I don't know the French version. <laughs> the French version of what? Yeah, and it seems like one is like the, Robin the Hood. Mexican version. <laughs> oh, you think Robin Hood? Okay. Yeah, hang on. Yeah, these all seem like Robin Hood type figures, right? Yeah. So it's. Vigilantes oh, uh, Arsène, uh, a fictional gentleman thief and master of disguise created by French writer Maurice Leblanc. Okay, all right. So what about Captain Kidd with two Ds? Oh, Captain Kidd was uh, the pirate version. Oh, yeah. Uh, isn't that... Um, I thought Kidd was William, the char- William. I thought, I thought Kidd was the girl from Chrono Cross. No, right. no. William, the, he didn't... That's right. William Kidd is a pirate. Oh, yeah? Yeah. William so Kidd. Are, ex, so these are ex, all steal from the bad from bad people, give to good people, vigilantes or thieves. sense of freedom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that kind of thing. All right. So, cool. so rather than being uh, characters from like say Japanese mythology, such so Persona Four or Greek mythology, Persona Three, they are 
based on either fictional characters or um, say fictionalized depictions of actual historical figures. Cool. So just like yes. uh, sort of these roguish heroes. Yeah, because because um, uh, obviously Captain if Captain Kidd is based on the pirate William Kidd was an actual person, but uh, companies like Ubisoft, I suppose, have already like kind of fictionalized his exploits. Yeah, in uh, Black Flag, Kidd was in Black yeah, Flag. Yeah, in Black Flag. William Kidd, like Billy the Kid? No, not oh, even. different. Okay, because different guy, William completely Billy. different guy. Oh, all right. One's a pirate. One was a an old West outlaw. You are a pirate. Um, let's see. Well, then there you go. That's that's your uh, persona. Please be excited. Moment for the week. Okay, I'll shut up. Uh, all right. <laughs> that's a, I, persona. I, that game needs to come out. It was delayed, folks, to next year. <laughs> All that, oh, it's going to come out this year. Did anyone believe that? Or did we talk about that last week? Yeah, we did. What? That oh. Persona 5 was delayed to 2016 and that nobody should have been surprised. And thus, nobody was surprised. Right. Uh, anyway, what else we got? We've got uh, Neo. Neo is a Koei Tecmo game. We talked about it a little bit because it was being shown off at uh, TGS, but we didn't have a lot of details. Well, now we know that there's a main character in the game. His name's William. He has multiple weapons like swords and spears, and uh, each has an advantage for different situations. Um, it has this cool online feature. So this game strikes me as sort of like a, uh, a Dark Souls sort of inspired game. Um, in, the, in this game, you have this feature online where you'll, go against, you'll find what are called uh, Chinokata Tsuka, which are bloody sword mounds. Ew. So if you if you find a bloody sword mound and touch it, um, well, if you find one, it means somebody died there. And if you touch it, they will pop out and attack you, and you get like bonus items for beating them. So instead of like seeing how they died, you're like, oh, you died here. I bet you I could beat you too. And you, you take them out, and uh, yeah, there you go. So I like that idea. Um, and then you have some sort of guardian spirit system that you can have out in battle with you. And uh, yeah, it 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 seems somewhat Dark Soulsy, except with some summons and some different spins on on aspects of the game. And uh, this game's been announced since two thousand four, so I don't know. We haven't really seen real gameplay footage running, so. And Seraphim Kitten in the chat has let us know that Case Close, oh Case Close had a thing based on Captain Kid, and Arsene Lupin is uh apparently oh is who inspired an episode of case close and where lupin the third comes from because he's oh yeah, of arsene the lupin, yeah and uh arsene lupin fought sherlock holmes once apparently so oh. important details anyway as to the uh the neo stuff if you go to our story in our site you can see some screenshots for it they're pretty screenshots but i don't believe that they're real gameplay <laughs> Square Enix had an update uh, since our last show talking about their new IP, that, that Project Sutsuna thing. So it has an actual name now. Ikeni no, uh, Toyuki no Setsuna. And I don't know what that means, but uh, it means that the, uh, they told us that the game starts on an island where a sacrifice is offered every 10 years to prevent monster attacks. Hey, it sounds like uh, Final Fantasy X. Um, for unknown reasons, the creatures attack long before the next sacrifice is due, so it's decided the ritual must be held early. And so an 18-year-old girl named Setsuna is picked to be the sacrifice. 
She has powerful magic, and the protagonist must guard her until she reaches the place to perform the ritual. Uh, let's see. There's enemies on screen uh, in the dungeons with no encounters in the overworld. Seamless transition into battles. Combat is active time battle style. So that's cool. Always like ATB style RPGs. And director Atsuki, uh, excuse me, Atsushi Hashimoto stated that it'll be out before it gets warm as it's a snowy game. So sometime early 2016 in Japan and sometime later 2016 in North America and Europe. And if you go to our story, we have a link to the TGS screen, stream where you can see uh, gameplay footage from it. So that's kind of cool. More ATB games. Uh, Star Ocean had character details. The main character's name is Fidel, not related to Castro, and there's more details on the site, but I don't want to read story details for Star Ocean because it's not as interesting for Sona to me. Um, <laughs> I'm not hearing any arguments. <laughs> nope, you know. Uh, so are we firmly in the TGS yeah. section? Oh, yeah. All right, so once you're done with this, come back to me because I want to ask you guys a question. Okay, sounds good. Uh, additionally to all this, we have um, Moon Hunters. Moon Hunters is a game that uh, Anna and I have been following since PAX a couple of years ago. I think we pre-ordered it. I don't know if I remember anymore what that game is really about. But um, I do know that, uh, that uh, it is coming to PS4 in the spring. It's coming to PC in January 2016 and Vita sometime in 2016. So... It's nice that they have dates now. Um, Kit Fox, the developer of the game, has said there will be cooking in the game, and there'll be ingredients you get from like doing all things, killing people, gathering, fighting, talking to people. Um, yeah, so Moon Hunters has a date. So if you've been following Moon Hunter for a while, you might be excited to know that. And if you're like me, that you've been following it for so long that you've forgotten what the game's about, um, uh, this is a chance for you to go read up on it again and remember what's going on with this. Oh, Moon Hunters. I wish Anna was here. She'd know what it is. <laughs> I can't remember anymore. Uh, there's a new d game from developer Dancing Dragon Game. Uh, da excuse me, Dancing Dragon Games. Want to get that plural in there. It's called Echoes of Etheria. A-E-T-H-E-R-I-A. -E -E it is a PC game, has a Steam page, and it looks very much like an indie RPG. But uh, if you want to jump on the new... If you like picking up the indie RPG maker looking type titles. That's uh, that's out now. Go check it out. Guild of Dungeoneering. That is the dungeon crawl game where you kind of build the dungeon based on cards you have in the deck that you put together and then you kind of build the dungeon and try and lure your adventurer to go get treasure and survive fights. And then you control the combat, but you don't really control where your adventurer goes. It's roguelike. But it's got an expansion now. Uh, this expansion's about pirates. It's five bucks. The game's only like ten bucks to begin with. So this is uh, a new expansion out already. The game just launched like a month or two ago. So you go pick that up if you're in the Guild of Engineering. And then finally, well, not finally, now we are at the point where we can say, Alice, are you excited about Final Fantasy XIV 3.1? Hell yeah. But first, because we're in the TGS section, I need to ask... Manny, what did you want to ask us? Um, <laughs> first of all, I want to get your, your basic, what did you think of TGS this year? Was it an exciting show? Was it a relevant show? Was it, it seems like there wasn't much buzz, if any at all. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a show where some people made some announcements of 
Japanese release dates and stuff, but not a big deal as far as I was Oh, concerned. I just remember in the past. Remember we how excited people were like, TGS is coming up. T- how are we going to plan our coverage over TGS? TGS is coming up. Did yeah, you hear those not crazy really announcements? We, do anyway. we have lots of impressions, and, I'll, and I'm, I was going to look at Oh, not us. Later. I'm not even talking about us. I'm just talking about the industry as a whole. Yeah, I don't think anyone cared. Yeah, so I'm wondering, what, like, I got two people here. What do you guys think of TGS? And, like, in general, how was it this year? How's the show for you going forward? Is it something you look forward to? Uh, it is something uh, I look forward to. Yeah, well, I say I normally look forward to TGS just because I uh, usually will pick up um, news of my next import purchases, normally. Mm. Uh, but this year, um, I kind of just stopped paying attention because I had other things going on in my life. For the most part. <laughs> I'm, sure I it was, it... I'm, sh- I'm sure it was great. But, you know, I will probably just be like, oh, I'll just mentally add a few games to my uh my my import list and then you know i'll just wait for them to come out my big impression was for like a lot of the big sites like maybe ign or polygon they went but sort of like as an excuse to go to tokyo and then take a vacation directly afterwards well, isn't that why they've been going for years <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying though as opposed to like gamescom I was like oh i'm gonna go to gamescom i'm gonna cover the show it seems like a lot more of a a business endeavor than a trip to Tokyo that's like, hey, we're going to Tokyo. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to teach you. Yeah, TGS, for sure. TGS. Didn't, uh, didn't Lonely Island do a song about this? <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> I, I have no idea. It's news to me. Um, I, yeah. just think it's, I just think it's funny how the revel- the relevance of TGS just seem, as we've gone down, like sort of like the, on a graph trend over the years. And it seems like like all the big announcements are like, oh, that was, that's cool, I guess. Hmm. I don't know, man. It, it's, it doesn't seem as relevant as it was. Um, I feel like there was more announced this year than last year. Oh, so last year was particularly bad. I thought so. Um, okay. So this year, just looking back at the coverage, you know, my, my exposure to it has only been doing show notes for this show. I haven't seen much people talking about it in much other um, contexts that I'm exposed to, but that's because I don't read a lot of sites at this point. Um, so let's see. Uh, we got the, the Sony press con- So we, Dark Souls 3 was announced. That's a big deal, but that could have happened anywhere. Um, yeah, the Wait, Dark Souls 3? You mean... No, you're right. They just showed off info about Dark Souls 3. Yeah, because you went to the Dark Souls 3 That's right, I did. Yeah, but they had that killer statue. Did you see that statue? <laughs> With like the blood gushing out of the dude, yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, just uh, look up Dark Souls three statue. Oh, that was from Pax, wasn't it? Yeah. So that was. I think at TGS. this point, I think TGS does a better service to the people of Japan as a big game convention they can go check out because it's open to the public than it is as like a big gigantic media event for the I, world. Uh, there was a bunch of RPG related stuff talked about at the show. They had the Digimon stuff from Bandai Namco. They had the Persona Five delay. They showed off gameplay from Star Ocean. Um, they had the Atelier, uh, you know, the Gusta's new game was being shown off and announced to come to the U.S. Um, there was a new Sword Art Online game, which is the fourth one, and, you know, who cares at this point, maybe, but it's still kind of a big deal. It's a big property. They are milking that thing, aren't they? <laughs> at the show, I know, because we have impressions for all these things. They had Dragon Quest Builders was there, that new Minecraft, Minecraft Dragon Quest thing. Um, they had Atelier Sophie there, Seventh Dragon 3... Um, the Star Ocean game was playable, so you could check that out. Hyrule Warriors Legends. I don't know if you What's care that? about it's that. Like that's, 
That's just the, the, the Wii U game, but for the 3DS now. Um, mm. Zodiac or Canon was there. The new Odin Sphere game was there that re-released Odin Sphere. Tokyo Xanatu and Exist Archive. I don't remember what Exist Archive is. So I don't know. Uh, Monster Hunter had a show has showed up a bit. So uh, I know it felt better than last year to me because I felt yeah. like there were more RPGs, but it still didn't feel to the point where like, why are we bothering with this show? Definitely not worth us In flying my, over. No, of course no. I, I, man, I'm at the point where I'm having trouble justifying E3 anymore. You know what? Uh, at the end of the show, I, I do have a few announcements to make. Uh oh. But yeah, that's. Uh oh. You made a good point on that one. <laughs> no, Manny, don't leave us. <laughs> you predicted it already. I know. No. Um, let's see. Because <laughs> you aren't basically told us about it a couple weeks ago. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, as far as uh, more details here. Uh, so 14 had 3.1 announced. And so what do you yep. get in patch 3.1, Alice? Do you already know? Uh, I know some of the things, All right, so but I, you. again, I have not been paying, like, super amounts of attention to it, so. Well, the first thing you need to know is it has a title called As Goes Light, So Goes Darkness. Yeah, it's, uh, that's a pretty heavy sort of spoilerific reference to something, but. Oh, whatever. is it? Okay. Sort of. Sort of. Okay. It, it makes a lot more sense in context. Alrighty. The As do a lot of things in with Final Fantasy fourteen, but that's, that's one of them. Alright. Um, let's see. The expansion will come out early or the patch will come out early November. It's adding a new raid, twenty four player raid called Void Arc. Um it has exploratory missions being added. So these are these are missions where you go to these islands and explore them and you use your personal airships on them. Um you get to them with your free company airship, I think. So I yep. don't know. Yeah. And you, you, like, launch your airship from the Holy Sea of Ishgard. I don't know what that matters, but, yeah. Uh, Ishgard fly. is basically, like, the, the the city that the expansion centers around. Okay. And so yeah. I guess you need to hook up with a free company if you want to do this stuff. That's what yep. it sounds like. Yeah. Unless they've got some way of... Unless they, they implement a kind of, like, rental policy. I, uh, I do know that there is a way to do them solo or through fixed parties as well it said but that didn't i didn't understand the difference between doing it that way and doing it with your your free company so uh probably because the the there may be some restriction on what you can actually like sort of fly uh like you can build an airship with your free company yeah um but you can also um like i maybe the ones that you get through three company can be like upgraded more or something that kind of thing okay um but who cares about any of that? The most important announcement is Lord of Verminion. That is the greatest name. I, they have they've integrated the Lord of Vermillion style gameplay where you've got like this this they call it a real time strategy, but it's really like holy crap, everything's happening at once sort of battlefield thing. So I I guess it is real time strategy when you think of it. Um, that you summon these minions and you play against other folks and. You all summon your minions and you run around in a battlefield and try to kill each other. And it is weird. Your minions have stats. So think of like WoW pet battles, but for a real-time strategy game instead of, you know, turn-based Pokemon. Um, and and apparently you can sign up for... You can, you can actually do it turn-based or just pure real-time as well. 
So like you can have your opponent take a turn moving or you can just everyone's just run around smacking each other. That's what it looks like. And just lots of modes. It's um, Lord of Vermilion, if you're not familiar, is a Japanese arcade game. Um, Chris is really sad because it is like never coming out here. Um, and just um, doing my fact checking, make sure I'm thinking of the right thing. But this is the one with the cards. Yeah. So this is the one. Yeah, it's a card yeah, game. It's so fun. So you go, you go up to Lord of Vermilion Machine. You sh- shove in like two hundred yen or whatever it's costing in that arcade, and you get some. Car- you get a card, at least a card, and um, and you put that card on on top of the of the machine, and your creature shows up on the screen, and you control your creatures and where they're moving by moving the card around on the battlefield on top of the machine. It's so awesome. I wish it was here. Um, and anyway, so they're doing, I guess they're inspired by that for Lord of Verminion. Um, there won't be cards, obviously, but there are minions for you to collect and summon and stuff and go read more about yeah, it. Yeah, well, because the minions are already in. A bit like oh, how... Right. Um, so these you are know, your pets like, you've already been collecting. So Yeah, a bit right, like cool. how World of Warcraft basically integrated the pet battling um, from something that was already present, effectively. Right, right. Um, so... Uh, you already there are already like a large collection of of minions that already exist. Um, if you haven't got some, go get some. They're quite easy. Some of them are quite easy to get. Yeah. And then um, I, I think the implication is is um, they're going to add like a massive like large number of more of them effectively for this for this battle system. I like it. I like it. In. Um, you know, a bit like how when they introduce pet battling in World of Warcraft, they suddenly introduce like a massive number of new minions to get, sort of thing. Which you might remember. Yep, I do. So, um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it looks cool. Um, yeah. yeah. I gotta start leveling up. Yeah, anyway. Oh, let's see what else we got going on here. Um... I talked about all the impressions we've got up. Thank you, Gaijin. Michael Baker puts all that stuff up, and uh, I'm real glad he was able to go to the show. And even one of the impressions, I'll leave you to find out which, has him um, posing in a very embarrassing-looking photo, so you can go check that out. So. Uh, does he live in Tokyo? Uh, it, yeah, nearby. Cool. Close so enough. So it's just like a nice little hopover? Yeah. I think he's within two hours of, uh, of that side of Tokyo, at least. Yeah. Oh, that sounds far. <laughs> two hours? On a train? No, that's nothing. Oh yeah, totally. Because you don't in have to Japan, drive. In right? Japan, in Japan, that's not uh, that is basically nothing. Yeah. No, you, I've you been doing. Sit there. <laughs> so go ahead. Sorry. No, no, never mind. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dragon Age. Oh, we've got uh, other impressions up. Dragon Age, uh, the Trespasser DLC. So you go check that out if you want to check out if you think the new. <gasps> that's going to be included in the Game of the Year edition, right? I know they announced a Game of the Year edition. So as soon as this DLC's out, it's like, hey, guys, let's do a Game of Year edition. This is only well, for the, the systems that have all the DLC, including the most recent packs that didn't come to the older systems. So this is PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It's, um, it's out on October 6th and comes with, like, everything. You mean Bioware doing a Game of the Year edition <laughs> with all the DLC? I mean, seriously. Come on, you must have seen I mean, that coming. Yeah. It's funny. I was under the impression that the DLC packs were released were all that major. Or special. Well, there's some minor ones, and then there's like three story ones. How big are the story ones? I don't know. But they're certainly not like on the level of Awakening, right? Uh, no, I don't think they're on the level of Awakening. Hmm. All right. 
I'm sorry. I don't think anything's been on the level of Awakening and Origins. And Dragon Age is a different thing now, man. It's a different thing. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll be fun. I'll be surprised if I ever... I might end up never playing that game, unless maybe it's free on... Uh, uh, people Xbox. like Inquisition. So oh, I'm not saying there's different. anything wrong with yeah. it. I just okay. don't think... I'll, honestly, I'll probably never end up playing uh, The Witcher. Oh, right. And, Did well, you ever it, get around to... Any of you ever get around to playing it? I'm in the middle well, the of The Witcher, Witcher 2. No. I need to finish that up first. And so everyone never. I've asked tells me, don't skip Witcher 2. It's really good. So I'm not going to skip it. I didn't like it at all, so I'm totally skipping it. Okay, then skip it. And skip the sequel, too. <laughs> no, 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 no. I might. I like Witcher 3 more than I like Witcher 2. Mm-hmm. I just don't think I'll ever end up playing it at this point. I am waiting. As far as CD Projekt games are concerned, I am just going to wait for uh, Cyberpunk. Because that's the one I actually want. Like, really bad. Yeah, it's like, I don't have anything against any of these games. I just sort of, you, you sort of, over time you realize, oh, that looks wonderful. Oh, I would love to visit Yosemite National Park. Probably never going to go. <laughs> it's just one of those situations where it's like, oh, The Witcher looks great. Yeah, I'm probably never going to play that 150-hour RPG. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> well, I, I, even I say sometimes, sometimes I say that, and then I end up blowing like 80 hours on Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh, uh, like I just, there are so many 150-hour RPG R- games, period, that are coming out soon. Eventually, you're just going to, you have to be honest with you and say, well, I'm not going to play all of these 150 hours. Yeah. So I, I tried yeah. to I try to limit myself this year and say I've got I've got two goals, um, mm. Disgaea five and Fallout four. Two hundred and fifty or two. Yeah. Well, the problem is that for me those goals means doing all the things I wanted to do before playing those games, and that doesn't seem like that's going to happen. And yeah, then so Destiny came out and it's pretty good too. And I don't know. About so it's not even like really apathy for me. Like I think these are bad games. It's just there are so many. There's you're right. Metal Gear sounds great. That's like an 80 hour game. Fallout sounds. It sounds like it's gonna be amazing. Does Metal Gear have to be an 80 hour game, or people just play it probably, like it, an 80 hour game? It probably game. doesn't need to be an 80 hour game because I think you can probably clear most of it a lot quicker. I just did a like lot 40 of or 30? Yeah, maybe 40, 30. That's still long for a Metal Gear game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. All games are gigantic games now. Because like I, even as much as I want, like and like even like the Dragon Age, which I don't think is a terrible game. It's like even if my interest isn't like like at a ninety, like this above ninety like level like of a hype excitement. I don't know if I could just sit there for like eighty hours and that I need to devote to that, especially when I have so much other stuff to do right now. Busy life, so, huh? Well, life, huh? Exactly. Yeah, life. <laughs> Oh, we'll understand more about that later. Hey, we're old. We're all getting old. Like, yes. like stuff takes precedence. Yeah. Freaking old, this sucks. Yeah. It's not great. No. I mean, if hey, if we were all like 15 again, we had like a free summer, I'd be like, oh, are you kidding me? I'm getting all of them. I'm going to play them all concurrently. <laughs> I think I would play Skyrim. I'd play all of them at the same time. Yeah. I did that once. I played Wind Waker. And I played um, the GBA game that just came out, like the re-release of uh, Link to the Past. I would literally like turn off Link Wind Waker, then I would get pull up the Game Boy Advance on the couch and play that game. And then I was done with that game, I would close it, turn it off, and then <laughs> Wind Waker back on. Wow. Play them both Jeez. back like the same time. Wow. Yeah, those days are over. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Never to be heard from again. All right. I still think I'm... I, am I still the youngest person on the cast? Right like now? Like 26, right? No, I'm 28. 20, yeah, only by two years. Huh. Huh. 
What am I? Like 35, aren't you? I'm 34. That's right. Old man. I am. Jeez. Well, we got rid of our oldest man, which would have been Michael. So He's like 60, right? I Something <laughs> like that. I think he stopped counting. So, yeah. All right. Well, time for some brief stories for you. First off, Disgaea 5 got some character trailers. Odin Sphere got trailers. Seventh Dragon 3 got a trailer. All on our site. System Shock got a release on GOG.com. They've, uh, oh. This is the old game that everybody likes that I haven't played. It's got a Wait, you never, played, you, never played, you never played System Shock? No, I have huh. not. And it looks huh. really old whenever I've seen it, so maybe this is the version for me. The resolution has been upgraded to 1024 by 768. Oh, Jesus, that's luxury, that is. <laughs> it's, it, it sounds small, but apparently it's a lot better than it used to be. <laughs> well, I think I think previously system uh, the original System Shock ran at like uh, 640 by 480 maximum. <laughs> you know, anything more than that is like, you know, serious levels of luxury right there. Well, there you go. Um, so. so let's see. the uh, Oh, there's toggleable mouse look. Oh yeah, that wasn't in the original, was it? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's stuff that people have made mods for that they've just now put into the game, essentially, and new inventory and item management. So, so go go gog improving old games without like ruining them or changing them or anything. So, oh yeah, they also so. put up a lot of the old Star Wars games up there, including like some surprises like uh, uh Rogue Squadron. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, they did, didn't they? Um, I think they don't have Knights of the Old Republic 2 yet. I think Aspire is still holding on to that. Well, they just improved that game, so yeah. they're probably trying to get some money out of that. Um, all right, so there's uh, there's System Shocks on GOG.com. Wasteland 2 Director's Cut has a trailer. You can see how that's been improved. Um, just a reminder, I had a lot of concerns about that at E3, about it not being... Um, it looking a bit not that polished as a Director's Cut should. Um, so check that's some how reviews. I thought about the real. That's how I felt about the full game. The full game, yeah. So uh, just just uh, just check some reviews on that. Make sure they 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 got the they got all the way. All right, that's all I'm saying. Um, let's not assume it's bad, but just t- t- do some caution. Um, Seraph of the Seraph of the End has a trailer, um, and Divinity Original Sin Enhanced Edition has a trailer. Uh, that's a game I'm excited for, and they're showing off all their, their co-op features, which you can also just go back to our E3 coverage and watch a big, long video demo of the co-op in that game and how you can basically both be essentially playing separate games side-by-side, side, and the game is, is totally able to handle it now. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, couch co-op for Divinity. I like it. It's a good idea. Um, and there's a bunch of Fallout 4 trailers on the site now you can go check out, and Yakuza Kiwami has a trailer. That's the uh, HD Yakuza. Uh, and it's coming to PS4, right? Yeah. I think PS3 as well. Mm. At least in Japan. Uh, Cover, covering all the bases. Yep. It's interesting that the game's coming out right as the as the Yamaguchi Gumi is falling apart. There's talks of a gang war spiraling out in Japan oh, right yeah, now. There's, there's uh, real-life tie-ins, you're saying? No, no, no. But it's just funny. Like, good timing. Because there's the, the actual... The actual Yakuza right now is going through is having a split at the highest levels, oh. and people are bracing for a gang war in Japan right now. Oh, jeez. Learn, huh. learn of course, it's sh- a Japanese gang war, so it'll be very polite, and that's will only be 
like in the tens. Yeah, but you need to know how to marshal your chi. You've got to practice your supers. Like it's a Japanese gang war. This stuff's serious, man. If you don't know your special moves, if you can't fly, you probably shouldn't be participating because these guys know their stuff. Eh, uh, nani. <laughs> <laughs> It's basically, basically, this is the time you want to go to Japan because it's just going to be like Dragon Ball on the streets, right? I think you're. I, anime. Do I have do I have, a, do I have a distorted view of reality of what Japan is? Is that what you're telling no, me? No, 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 no. And Japanese women are submissive, perfect, no, amazing. No, no, no. They want to treat you right. I didn't say no? anything like that. No, okay. I just said the fighting was going to be anime in the streets, and it's going to be yeah, awesome. Yeah, all the dudes are anime masters, are, are kung fu and masters. girls. going to be the girls are going to win. I'm, no, let's move on to the next story. <laughs> <laughs> let's run away from this quickly. <laughs> World of Final Fantasy got some screenshots. It didn't get a trailer. And uh, what did, what did, why did I put all this here? Oh, the, the heroes are being shown off. Yeah, whatever. Go look at them. And there's a Cactuar conductor. Because he runs a train that you travel around on. Because why not? Uh, Sword because. Coast Legends. Yeah, just because. <laughs> Sword Coast Legends got delayed a little bit uh, due to feedback from Early Access. So there's Early Access hopefully making a better progress product for you. Uh, it's been pushed back to October 20th for PC. And just a reminder, it's going to be quarter one 2016 for Xbox One and PS4. Um, so they've been pushing, so pushed back a little bit uh, before you can make your um, crazy DM campaigns, which I really want to do with like people from RP Gamer because that would be fun. Except I've been told I'm not allowed to be the GM, so. Uh, that's until you stop spawning horse, horse corpses on top of people. Hey, flaming horse corpses, and I don't oh, spawn I them stand, on top of I people. Stand, I, stand I spawn corrected. them in the next room, so you walk in and and be like, "What the fuck?" And then I spawn monsters on top of you. So. Oh, okay. That fine. just makes it all better. Yeah, it makes it, yeah totally fine. It gives you something to do, while you're you know to distract you from the horror. Um. So let's see. Um, Van Helsing Final Cut also got delayed. Just a little bit. little mini delay. October 7th now for that one. And Mega Man Legends is apparently coming to the PlayStation Network Store. So you finally have an easy way to pick up that game. That is a game that's set after Tron Bon. It's uh, going to be like 10 bucks, so that's cool. Um, yay, Mega Man Legends. People like that game, they tell me. I never played them, so I don't know if they're any good, but I hear good things. And then finally, Fire Emblem's Fates has some DLC, and I was hoping Anna would be on so because she would fawn all over all the Fire Emblem DLC, and how there's people from Awakening showing up as characters in the DLC, and there's some storekeeper from the Fire Emblem series, many of the games called Anna, and she's going to show up, and blah 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 blah. Blah 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 blah. blah. All right, so and that's it, it guys. It was kind of a light news week. No feedback. Uh, we do have feedback. I'm sorry. That's a good point. Victor on the forums sent us a message. And uh, if you'd like to send messages on the forums, go to forums.rpgamer.com. You can uh, join right in. Victor says, I was going to suggest playing Hyrule Warriors or Splatoon for Extra Life if you have access to a Wii U. Well, yes, we do, actually. But lately, Nintendo's been taking an aggressive stance on alleged infringements of its IPs. I don't know that they would have trouble with us streaming Splatoon. I'm pretty sure people are twitching that without problems. Um, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah. I think he's just mad because of this next part that he's going to mention. Uh, Pokemon Company has filed a suit against a Pokemon-themed PAX party that does not turn a profit. 
So apparently there's Pokemon lawsuit to blocks, a fan party that come, came without warning or profits. What the heck? And uh, also Nintendo has cracked down on tool-assisted speedruns of Mario games on YouTube. Oh, this is their, their general YouTube stuff where they're getting profit. They want the uh, cut of the profits, right? It's kind of it's lame that tasses of Mario are getting cut down. Probably because Mario Maker. Ugh. And uh, we've talked about the content program where Nintendo graciously gives you a small fraction of the profits for your transformative content or your infringing content, depending on which stance you take on that whole argument. So, Victor, not happy with Nintendo's IP protection. What do you think? Anyone care? We just over it. Nintendo, do whatever you want. Just stay relevant. I, I stopped caring about Nintendo a long time. <laughs> Too late for Manny. All right. Cool. And uh, is it unreasonably concerned that streaming gameplay for charity could get you in legal trouble? I think it's un- unreasonable to assume that. Um, sorry, sorry. David just distracted me with uh, WCW, the uh, the list of WCW salaries from the year. What year is this from? 2000. It's fascinating reading. Mostly, Sorry. the reason I'm not worried about this, Victor, is that because if they send me a, a, a letter to take down the archive of the Extra Life stream after it's done, I don't care. Because at that point, it's done, the money's been raised. So I don't mind taking it down. So, And it's going to delete anyway. We don't archive that on YouTube. So not a big deal for us. Um, and I'd be happy to stream some Splatoon. I think that's a great idea. I don't know about Hyrule Warriors at that point, though. Um, still looking for Extra Life game suggestions and uh, at this point I'd like to point out Extra Life is coming up soon November uh, 7th actually which is the same day as the second day of BlizzCon so yay Extra Life and BlizzCon conflict Um, (laughs) oh wait really? yes yes so yeah BlizzCon is the 6th and the 7th Extra Life is the 7th obviously if you want to do a different day you can do your Extra Life run whenever you want but we're going to do like the main day when everyone else is doing it and so um, maybe we'll have a BlizzCon streams on somewhere in the background. Of course, we can't restream that because that would be actual copyright issues. <laughs> but we'll see what we can do. All right. <laughs> maybe we'll have a live stream of just news announcements and we'll give you our reading of the announcement. A dramatic reinterpretation. Yeah, dramatic readings always always do well. The thing is, it's the second day, which is all panels. There's usually not many announcements on the second day anyway. So uh, That's true. Uh, else? Uh, oh yeah, Extra Life coming up on the seventh. Uh, if you'd like to help us heal kids, well, we have a way for you to do that. Um, we're going to be playing games for twenty-four hours on November seventh and streaming it the whole time, so you can come cheer us on. Um, in the meantime, you can also come and support us as we do this gaming marathon for charity. We're raising life for uh, children's hospitals in various places around the world, depending on where the team member is currently playing. I will be playing for Children's Hospital of Wisconsin. They're out of the Milwaukee area. And uh, my goal is to raise $1,000. I hope you will help me do that. Uh, asking for donations of a buck, a buck an hour. Easy place to start, right? So you go to uh, extra-life.org slash team slash RPGamer. You can find all the people on the RPGamer team. Um, please support any of us. Look at the hospitals, see which ones you like. Um, join yourself and start raising money for our team. We have a team goal of five grand. I'd love to be able to meet that for our entire team. Uh, but we need your help to do it either gaming with us and getting money from your friends and families and the people you know, or uh, donating and helping us re- meet our goals. Please get those donations in. Um, November 7th is going to be here faster than you know, and we'll spend the whole day gaming with you. We'll have Twitch streams going on. We'll have um, uh, chat rooms, multiple chat rooms, 
lots of chat rooms. Uh, we'll try and play games with uh, the people in the chat rooms, whatever they want to play. Um, we'll do some RPG streaming. Um, we're trying to work out all sorts of cool ideas. Manny, we could keep working on our Gears of War playthrough <laughs> if you're if you're around in November. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Maybe we should do it more before then, but <laughs> no, we can do November. I like the idea that we only play Gears of War once a year. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. The yearly, the annual, <laughs> the Gears annual of Gears of War continuance, <laughs> and of course now that HD version's out, we should technically be playing that. But I don't have an Xbox One yet. Um, I think uh, will Rock Band be out by then, November seventh? No clue. Because if so, maybe I'll pick up an Xbox One and and uh, transfer all my Rock Band content over. Oh, we'll that's right, because that. you you bought all the previous music on three sixty. That is correct, because it was the superior multiplayer platform. And now I'm really kind of wishing I'd gotten it on PS3 because now all my content's over and I have to buy a whole new console just to access my hundreds of dollars of Rock Band content. <laughs> well, at least whatever. you can access it. Yes, you're right. I shouldn't but, complain. Wait, if it's all hundreds of dollars, then yes, take your pick. Hundreds of dollars and a new console? Well, I, I, yeah, I think I'd rather have the Xbox One for Play some Halo. too, you know? Yeah, exactly. A Master Chief Collection is supposed to be such a wonderful game, right? No, the Halo 5 should be out by then. Oh, oh, do we care about that? Who's we? Does anybody? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you care about it, right? Oh my god, everyone cares. Are you get, they just had a huge preview I, I event. Forget like everybody. People. Do you care about Halo 5? Um, since it's being made by the guy, since like the lead creative de developer is the guy who made Star Wars Republic Commando, absolutely. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you always have a team of three other Spartans with you. And you give them commands. Like, you have a sniper. Go up to that position. You have, like, a demolitions guy. Go over there. And we think and it's going to be trade-off between um, Locke and Master Chief as you play through the story? Yeah, it's going to trade-off between the two. Okay. So kind of a Halo 2 vibe? Yeah, but you're always going to have, like, a, a team of three other people with yeah, you. Yeah, oh, yeah. So what were, the, what were the old games that did the, the Tom Clancy games that used to do that? Graw or something like that? Um, I would say more... Republic Commando is more close to mind with this one. I need Very to play casual. Republic Commando. Everyone says that's such a good game. Yeah, it was one of the best. It was like probably one of the best things to come out of the prequels. Oh, I didn't realize it was tied in with the prequels. Okay. Oh, because they're uh, clone troopers. Because they're clones. All right. Clone commandos. It's probably the only. It's on uh, GOG. Yeah, no, I know it's easy to get, so I just need to get around to it. Because you know, I've got so many, so much time to play games this year. <laughs> it seems like every game I was interested in was like a minimum like 50 to 60 hour commitment alright well let's hit up our new game releases and then we'll end this thing um, first off uh, what's coming out next week so we got a long list here seems like uh, we're getting into it folks we're getting into that holiday season things are coming out now whether or not you care about them I don't know Lego Dimensions is hitting NBA 2K16 is out Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5, also out. Those are on, like, all the big consoles. Uh, PS4 is, uh, and I think PC... Uh, is it, is it? No, PS4 is getting its Dungeon Defenders 2 release, just PS4. Um, it's already been out on PC for a while. Grand Ages Medieval, also hitting the PS4. Uh, NBA 2K16 has some special Michael Jordan edition or something, apparently. We can go get the Michael Jordan edition. Well, the only thing I remember seeing about uh, NBA 2K16 was they somehow got Spike Lee to write the story. <laughs> well, here, is this correct? Is NBA Live back as well? Yeah, it is. Wow. I wonder if that's anything. They, they, I think they kind of really upped the budget on that one. 
Well, yeah, they kind of pulled it off the market like, for a little while. <laughs> but I mean, like Spike Lee's like a seriously. Well, no, no, no. There's NBA 2K16 and there's NBA Live 16. Which one is Spike Lee doing? Both. What? I'm pretty sure it's both. How can he do both? They're different companies. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, NBA 2K16 versus NBA Live 16. Wow, the what the hell is NBA Live 16? I've never heard of it. 2K16 is one from 2K Sports. NBA oh, right. Live 16 is the one from EA. Oh, right, that's probably terrible. The, one that, the, the EA one that was so bad they stopped making it for a year or two there. Oh, right, uh, yeah, uh, the, the, the Spike Lee one's the 2K one. The 2K one, okay. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, but the NBA Live one, I bet you can make an ultimate team. Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Wii U is going to get Beat Buddy, Tale of the Guardians. Hold Your Fire, a game about responsibility. It's only $2, so if you want to teach your kids responsibility, there you go. Job the Leprechaun. Uh, Nova 111 and Starwall. And then uh, the Ignition Factor, whatever that is. Is Starwall the one where you are like narwhals trying to stab each other in the hearts? Yeah, I think that's that one. Just making sure. You wouldn't want to be wrong. Yeah, well, it's because it's such a cool concept. Have you seen Nar Starwall? Yes, I have. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. 360 is getting just the big games. Dimensions 2K, 316, and Pro Skater 5. Xbox One has got everything we've already said that the PS4 had, except dungeon defenders 3ds got happy home designer just hit playstation vita guys this is the week persona 4 dancing all nights coming out i've already got it though and the disco fever edition well if you've already got it how awesome is nanako pretty awesome pretty awesome that's right yeah all right good you know i'll be honest one of the reasons why a lot of my persona interest has died over the years is because of all the persona spinoffs well it's just because it takes so long to make those games Oh, I know. I mean, I'm sure people really enjoy it, but for me, that kind of just it diminishes what I like from those games. Well, did you like three and four? Did you play yeah. three and four? I played three. I played a little bit of four. Tiny uh, bit. All right. Well, see if you like five when it hits. I mean, just forget man, I, the rest, man. Well, the funny thing is, matter. no, I totally know that. You can totally like, they can make more Star Wars movies forever. But if I only enjoyed those three and those all I ever watched, I can have a great experience and walk away. Uh, I know yeah. that totally. All right, fine. But it's just. Uh, you know, the funny thing is I probably still won't ever play Persona 5. That's too bad. It looks cool. No, I mean, yeah, but it's never going to come to like a platform on my own. It's like that Catherine look, but uh, the Persona game. I just don't see myself buying a PS4 just for that. Oh, That's yeah. what it really comes down to. That's a good point. I wonder if they will stay PS only, PlayStation No, only. they totally are. Oh. Xbox isn't even worth it for them. Yeah. Even though they have a, always have a fairly big booth at a, <laughs> a Tokyo Game Show, strangely enough. Well, it's marketing, right? So. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, I trust yeah. me. I would totally like to play it if it was on a platform that I owned. But I just... I, I want to tell you you should pick up a PS4, but you're a big boy. But you for can what? figure it out. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, same. I have the same conversation with you about an Xbox One. No, and totally, if you can't... If there's, if you can only name one game... Yeah, exactly. I don't think you should buy it. I was, I was doing that again. I was at Best Buy um, the other day, pick up uh, Animal Crossing or whatever, and it was like... Let's walk through the Xbox One aisle and see if we're up to my five games yet. It's like, well, oh. uh, th the only way that would be true is if I count both Forza 5 and Forza 6. <laughs> and I don't know if that's the way to do it. <laughs> you know, I never really quite told the story before, but one of the big reasons why I got an Xbox One wasn't because 
Well, it was slightly because I like the Xbox One more than the PS4, but a lot of it had to do with my local Microsoft store, where they would have these constant game events last year when they're trying to like advertise it, where people would come in, they would give you free food, they would uh, have raffles for free games, free consoles, they would give out codes for stuff. So I went to several of those, and I got to you know just it was right there. I, it was like a twenty minute walk. Yeah. It was a nice excuse to get some exercise. You, you and they the always chemicals. had these. They had the chemicals in the air system. Oh, more. Th- Forget that. They also had, they had deals is what they had. Oh. They had a lot of sales. Like, for, for example, like they had like a, hey, trade in an old Xbox 360. We'll give you $100 credit. So are they still doing that stuff? Um, Not as aggressively as they did before. Oh, right. But that first year, they were so aggressive with their stuff that I ended up getting an Xbox One. Like, if you include the, including the trade in and several, I got rid of several games. I got like over $150 in Xbox Live card points i got gta for like 10 gta 5 for 10 dollars. there were just so many deals that eventually if you if you did the math how much i actually got an xbox one for mm-hmm. it was probably for like a hundred dollars 150 dollars okay, cool. all right that makes so sense. that was like the big reason why i got an xbox one over a ps4 i was just the, the the microsoft store made it such a good deal that i could i said like well i might as well <laughs> there's almost no reason yeah. not to it's understandable i mean I, I would probably do the same thing if I had the opportunities available and if I, uh, hmm, I don't know, if I played on my PC less, I guess. Yeah, totally. That's kind of I mean, that's probably, the big sticking point for me. And as someone who's drifted away from the Japanese gaming scene and um, who's never really been into PlayStation first-party titles, there was like never, there's never been a huge incentive for me to jump over there. Even though the funny thing is I'd probably have more people to play with, more friends stuff but they're, they'd all be playing games I wouldn't be playing anyway so it's kind of like what's the point hey I can see my friends online <laughs> not that I'm ever going to play a game with them uh, the funny thing for me is um, I, I, uh, as much as I am still connected to Japanese gaming I just uh, there's just no games that are unique to the PS4 for me mm. Mm. yet that I really want to play I think the only one I even have a this vague interest yeah, but that's not out yet. Well, it's soon. It's very soon. Yeah, but that's one game. Well, yeah. And like the only other one I you even have You said any. You said any. Well, I kind of I kind of go to my own, like, uh, you know, number of games limits. And for me, it's usually between three and five. Same as you. Yeah. You know what I could see um, myself doing is getting, like, a PlayStation 4 redesign, like a much cheaper console. And by then, maybe there's, like, ten games that are out already. That I'm interested in, like in a few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like um, I think the only because at the moment the only other game I think I'm actually that interested in is Destiny, and I'm not. That's not worth a new console at all, by any stretch of the imagination. No, no, don't no. Exactly. Don't buy a console for I, no. I'm I'm liking Destiny despite my expectations to the otherwise, but no, it's not worth a console. Exactly. Uh, and be just, you've got Warframe. Play that. You're good enough. Yeah, it's fine. Exactly. I might as well just play Warframe. Yeah. And you know, the funny should... thing is... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, amusingly, you can play Warframe on the PS4. On the, uh, PS4 but... Yes, it's true. <laughs> but, but play Diablo 3. I mean, you can get your loot grind in another way. But what I was going to say was um, that I, I, I think it's sort of this problem is unique to like game people and tech people where we feel like, well, if you didn't buy it the first day or within the first month, you don't really care about this machine. But... With game consoles particularly, with like five to ten year life cycles, I mean, we can jump in any time. Just because we don't have one now doesn't mean... Well, yeah, yeah and, and, and no argument there. It's just that the reason this conversation started is because you said you don't see yourself ever getting a PS4. 
Oh no, not for that though. But like in like 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 I said, totally. I mean, five. Who knows what I what my state of mind will be in five or six years? And then there's like maybe well, a whole five bunch. or six years are gonna have new consoles. Do you think they will? By I then? do. I do. I don't see this generation lasting that long. Huh? Do I, you I, even I, think there will be new consoles? Well, that's another question. Huh. That's the one I don't have an answer to because I don't think anyone really has an answer really? to that Be- one yet. Because I, I bought my Xbox 360 fairly like mid mid cycle into it, like really late into it. I was I had a PS3 for those first four years or more, mm-hmm. and I, I had no problem getting the, the the machine. I got a whole bunch of games for like twenty dollars or less, and I had a great time just yeah. going back through a back catalog. Yeah, mid cycle is different. I don't think five or six years from now will be mid cycle. So what is it going to be mid-cycle? I think this is a five, six-year cycle total. And we're already two two in? Yeah. That's my opinion. I I could be very, very, very wrong, and we could be seeing another 10-year cycle, and PC games are going to be so amazing looking by then. (laughs) Who knows? By that point, maybe it's just worth it just to get a little tiny PC box. It seems to be the way to go right now, but... Who knows? Five years ago, wasn't everyone saying like, "Oh, PC's dead"? <laughs> so who knows what it'll be five years from now? Yeah, I, I, it's very hard to make like declarative statements about the future. <laughs> five years is forever in tech. For all we know, we could all have VR headsets by then, and it'd be like it, it's uh, actually taken off. That's actually a possibility. <laughs> I know. And it's like, who needs a console? Exactly. Yeah. That that could be the thing. So. We could be wearing our Facebook VR goggles and playing the latest free-to-play. I mean, not, unfortunately, probably. Of course, the latest it, games. Everything will be free-to-play. Just it's it's over for pay-to-play. Did you get this sad. in the news story that uh, GameStop is no longer selling uh, console bundles oh. with uh, digital with digital codes in them? No, I didn't actually. They they are straight up refusing to sell. Like you know, a lot of the. There's a bunch of bundles for Xbox One and PS4, and they like to include, like, you know, here's a code for yeah. the game to download. Yeah. GameStop is now saying we will no longer carry. You need to put in a physical disc, or we will not carry it in our store. Okay, fine. Who cares what GameStop says? Let them die. It's time for that. I wonder to be though. Over. I'm sure. I think a lot of people still go there, right? Yeah. But I don't think that those people can't find other ways. Mm. I mean, it's it's kind of a. Th- Okay, when GameStop starts trying to stock Super Nintendo games and stuff again, don't you think that they're kind of reaching for it? When they have to straight up say, we will no longer sell consoles with digital code, it's sort of like, they know yeah, the right on the wall. Yeah. I mean, it, maybe they'll be able to ride this retro game buying craze out a bit and 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 weather the stormy waters, but I don't know where they're heading towards because digital is... Di- digital is... It's just, yep. it's gonna happen. <laughs> I don't know. All right, whatever. Um, I would like to point out a couple other release notes. Let's see. Eighty days is apparently coming to Windows on the 29th. Uh, Alien Isolation, the connect, the collection coming to Linux. What? Overlord, Fellowship of Evil is listed on Wikipedia as coming out this week for Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. That's the new Overlord game, right? So that. That could be interesting. Uh, Samurai <laughs> Samurai Warriors 4 2. Yes, it's a sequel to Samurai Warriors 4. It's like 10 2, because whatever. Might and Magic Heroes 7 is scheduled to come out. Um, I know they were doing betas. I don't know if the release date changed or not. So, Might and Magic Heroes. You guys remember Might and Magic Heroes? When that used to be a series people wanted to play? 
Mm. Vaguely. Okay. Well, it is coming out on Tuesday. So Let's see if it's any better than six or five. Um, darn. I never got around to finishing six or five. <laughs> now I got to find wait for a sale on seven. I don't know. All right. Uh, <laughs> too many games, dude. Just too many. <laughs> Armacrog is hitting for Windows, Mac, and Linux. The Escapix, the Escapists, The Walking Dead, whatever that is for Windows and Xbox One. Lost Horizon 2 on Windows. Pileteer for PC. Uh, Fallout Anthology apparently is hitting on PC this week. Oh. Is that the one that comes in the little nuke? I the think mini so. nuke? Yeah. Um, Secret Ponchos on PC. And Toto Temple Deluxe for Xbox One. And the Escapist we already talked about. Uh, Final Fantasy V comes out on Steam. Uh, or maybe it just did. Doodle Gog is hitting PC. Dungeon Manager ZV. Elseheart.break. Haywire on Fuel Station Zeta. Moto Indy 901. Jagged Alliance Online Reloaded. Planet Ship, Pool Nation FV. I don't know if it's related to Dungeon Manager ZV. <laughs> Reverse Crawl, Romero's Aftermath. Like John Romero's Aftermath? <laughs> Probably not, right? Snail Bob 2, Tango Fiesta, Uncraft World, and Verlies 2. So there you go. <sighs> All right. That's our new releases. Too many games, some of which are good, some of which are crap. But, uh, New games coming out all the time, folks. How do you deal with it all? Well, you stay t tuned to our reviews. That's what you do. And so let me tell you. Do we have any recent reviews up? <laughs> yes, Evo Land 2. Go see if you should play Evo Land 2, and then you can go and look at Dragon, a game about a dragon, and see if you should play that. That's a cute-looking game. Um, but I don't know if it's any good. So read the review. Oh, I guess I know it's kind of mediocre. But it's a short, silly romp, so that's good. Um, and it's it's colored like on paper. It's a cool look. All right, so Dragon, a game about a dragon. That's our review for the week. And with that, I want to tell you how to do feedback for the show. Podcast.rpgamer.com is the email address. Send your emails there, and we will read them on the show if I'm able to get through the 1,000 spam messages I receive per week uh, that particular week. 608-729-4098 uh, is the phone number. Call it. Leave a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. And forums.rpgamer.com is the message forums where we will read your comments as well. Thank you, Emil Lush, in the Twitch chat room for saying you hate Xbox, and hello. Hello to you. Uh, if you'd like to do the same thing, go ahead to twitch.tv slash rpgamer every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, where we stream this show. And folks, I want to let you know, next weekend, I don't believe there will be a show. Anna Marie and I are taking a little vacation to uh, Milwaukee um, to do uh, something that she's going to enjoy doing. And uh, I believe we'll be uh, out of town during the showtime, basically the whole weekend. So no show next week, but we will definitely be back the week after. Until then, please keep those Extra Life donations incoming. And now, Emmanuel Marino. What's up? I hear you have an announcement. Uh, nothing too big, but I honestly do think that I will be retiring from RP Gamer in the very near future. Oh. Oh, Manny. Because... Uh, I'm, I, I think it's about time I moved on to do some some things on my own. But also, I just think I'm going to be very busy for the next year and a half. Well, you're moving, right? I'm not saying what's up, but okay. 
Not yet. I'm not gonna. I know you'll see for obvious reasons why I'm keeping quiet. Oh, okay. Sounds good. But uh, you, you'll see very soon why. But it's gonna be in like a very busy future, and I don't think I'm even gonna be able to spend any much time. Like, there's. I'm not gonna. And I'm also kind of over the events. I felt like I left E3, and I walked away from. They said that was the best one we've done yet. I'm very happy if that is, and I kind of felt like I'm done. <laughs> That's how I felt like I was like I. I kind of don't want to do that again anytime soon. <laughs> Well, Even like the idea of going to BlizzCon is kind of like, well, no, I think I, I think I got my home. I don't think I'll watch it. Period. I think oh, okay. I'm just done. Just done. Right. I think I'm just kind of done with a lot of this. I think it's time to. I don't know. I, I think it's time to branch out and try some new things. But I wouldn't mind coming on and chatting with you every now and then. Okay. Well, you're um. Sounds like you're always welcome here. So I I I, I don't know what Manny's talking about. So I'm presuming. I'm gonna presume the worst that he's gonna that they're they're waiting for confirmation of a pregnancy or something, um, because that's what would keep you busy and away from gaming. But we'll see. Maybe he's actually just uh, I like a, a baby's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. Maybe 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 he's gonna go to Mars. Um, either way, that would first that I've been selected as one of the twelve <laughs> people to go to Mars. So whether it be child change of relationships, going to Mars, or moving to, to China because everyone is so in demand of your English skills. Um, whatever it is, Manny, you've been a wonderful asset to the site. Thank you so much. And, uh, I do want to type some loose ends, though. Maybe wrap up like a last review or two. Maybe mm -hmm. a closing out, some closing out stuff. Yeah. You're always going to be welcome on the show. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yes, and we'll miss you. But you, yeah, for sure. Who knows, maybe things will change in 2017 and I'll be begging to come back. That's right. That's right. But not in 2016. I can guarantee that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until then, uh, well, until next week, or I guess two weeks from now, uh, every time we don't do a show, there's so many letters like, why are you streaming this morning? It's like I told you last week, listen to the shows. We'll see how it goes this time. Uh, until next time, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you to Manny, Alice, and um, my cats who kept me company during this lonely show because my wife was too sad sick to keep me company in bed the whole time <laughs> we'll see you next week everybody until then goodbye or in two weeks uh, two weeks yeah see even I can't remember ah you're bad at this I'm bad <laughs> bye <laughs> <laughs>